Hello and welcome at Book Lovers Companion. My name is Edith and right next to me is my lovely co-host, the Chattering Teacup. Hello. And here with us, two lovely ladies, crime fiction author Tony Mott and translator Marina Sofia. Hello, ladies, and welcome at Book Lovers Companion. Hello, and thanks for having us. Thanks for Hello. making time Thank for you. us. Hello. And we are here to talk about Tony's book, Deadly Autumn Harvest, which was published by Corillus in the English translation. And it came out in July 2023. And Marina, you are the translator. Yeah. And first question to Tony. Where did Gigi come from? Your main character. <laughs> uh, Gigi is um, born and raised here in Brasov, my hometown. And um, is quite a character. <laughs> And uh, is um, the best place for her to be here in Brasov. Mm -hmm. It was very funny when we had a, a book presentation here in Brasov. A guy came by and asked me about the novel and about the character. And uh, he, he said, and, uh, and how is she? Because he uh, learned that she's working in the forensic uh, laboratory. And I said, yeah, she's uh, blonde and she has curly hair. And he said, uh, I don't know her. Uh, yes, but you know, it's fiction. <laughs> Still. <laughs> it was very funny. Because, oh, he was uh, working Brasov, for the laboratory. <laughs> uh, he, knew, he knew the people there. Ah, okay. Okay. And... Why, why did you make her a forensic pathologist? I mean, why not make her a detective? Actually, when I'm writing a novel, I, I'm starting somehow with the end in, mm. my, in my mind. With what was the main, um, the main thing in the novel and why happened that. And actually, the first novel in the series is The Winter. And in the winter, it's a, a psychiatrist who is found in his car who exploded in his garage. <laughs> and actually, uh, with this in mind, I wanted a detective, but not in the police system. Mm -hmm. Somehow with more freedom and uh, maybe more weird But sometimes she sounds like an interrogator when talking to the detective. And it's really funny how she's interrogating the policeman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, how much experience do you have with murderous thoughts since you are or have been working in HR? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I had a lot of... Uh, I have a lot of imagination and, uh, you know, the, the murder or the, the crime, the, the death, it's not, uh, maybe it's not the worst punishment for somebody. So I also have a lot of other ways to um, make, uh, make somebody a dreadful life. <laughs> 
And may, may we ask the translator and a representative of Carlos books, you decided to translate and publish the second book in the series first. What was the reason for that? Yeah. Not to not start with the first one. Yeah, we always get asked that. Um, so the second one is a more straightforward police procedural. Mm -hmm. In the first one, it is because the psychiatrist has, was in the past, a Gigi's psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. It is very much a very personal book. You know, so there's a lot going on that we need to find out from her own life. Um, uh, there's a there's a lot of psychological insight and so on. And I felt that that might be a little bit more difficult for people to, to relate to instantly. So I wanted them to get fond of Gigi. And then the intention is still to translate it, but to translate it almost as a prequel. Mm -hmm. So once we have read other books about Gigi, then we kind of go back and find out what made her tick in this particular way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the way you describe Romania, how difficult was it living there, of course, but um, also transporting, writing uh, crime fiction, but keeping it in a positive light? Because, you know, for... The rest of Europe, we sometimes fall back to our old images when we think about Romania. But in your book, this is a modern modern place. We have to remind us this is not the past. This is this is a modern place where everything works just like everywhere else, plus minus. And uh, but you also you also have this attitude. I mean, still. Gigi is a woman in a man's world. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about this development of, of representing um, your, your country in a more positive light? Let's put it that way. Um, before before the, the series with Gigi, I had another one with um, a cardiologist involved in some research but it, it was also a woman doctor. And this is, um, this is what I wanted to do, to, to present uh, a main character, a woman with the struggle in our... Um, I'm so sorry, but it's my cat, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Life under the paw. All the struggle in this men's world with a uh, uh, very macho, macho attitude and all the problems and things like that. The other series was not located in Brasov. And I think that it comes with my uh, maturity, maybe, also as a writer at my fifth novel, to uh, settle in Brasov, in my hometown, and actually make Brashov uh, a character in the mm -hmm, novel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it, it's a character as my town is, somehow very settled and mature and nice, but also um, from time to time 
cold and gloomy <laughs> and dark and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you had a good question for me, which I can't answer. You have to ask Marina that because that was an interesting one. You said as a translator. Because the book is written, is set in Romania and yeah. is written for Romanians. So when translating it for an English audience, did you translate it as it was or did you add little uh, few pieces to explain something a bit more and to make it more understandable for people from somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I would certainly not put footnotes uh, <laughs> yeah, into yeah. it. So, so yes, so there were some explanations in the text. But actually what, what happened is instead of adding, I actually took something out with, okay. of course, with Tony's consent. And that was because um, there is a lot of reference made to uh, a major case that the police messed up, mm -hmm. which happened in Caracal a few... It's a real case, okay. real-life case, um, a few years ago, uh, and probably had happened very recently when you wrote the book, right, Tony? Um, and it, it kind of... It was one of those major cases where the police... Uh, investigation failed and they also started questioning themselves mm -hmm. and what they were doing and how it was set up and why the failure and so on. So it was a real turning point, I think, in for the Romanian public and their attitude towards the police. But obviously there was no point in going too deep into mm -hmm. all of the details. So written for a Romanian audience, there were a lot of references to real life characters and how they had reacted and, you know, who got demoted and so on. We couldn't go too deep into that. Mm -hmm. So we took some of that out. But we, of course, because it was a turning point and because it also means that the police then has a particular attitude in this book, it was important to keep it in a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. And Tony, do you feel a little bit like an ambassador for Romania? I mean, bringing, <laughs> bringing Romania closer to the rest of Europe? It, it's such a pleasure for me to be asked about my town and uh, to uh, have this chance to tell the people that it's a very nice uh, town, the most beautiful in my opinion. Uh, with uh, uh, some medieval, medieval uh, buildings which are uh, wonderful. And somehow, uh, if we will get the chance to have more tourists here in Brasov because of me, I will be <laughs> delighted too. <laughs> so something like a crime walk like they do in Venice. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. There are a few cases... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Ab absolutely. Yeah. And of course, what's also wonderful about Brasov is that it's always been a multicultural town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's been Kronstadt. It was a, a German, German town, mm -hmm. Transylvanian town. There were Romanians always living there. It's Austrian, got a Hungarian probably. name. It's got so it's had a lot mm -hmm. of different populations uh, living side by side there. So it's um, really interesting from that point of view as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, also for us Austrians, then more yeah. more interesting than you would think. I mean, 
There's uh, there's even a ha- an inn where the Kaiser stopped off, right? <laughs> see? <laughs> When you came to visit. Well, see, there you have it. And we're not talking about a certain Romanian everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Although although in a in a rather wrong way. As we've discussed with other other guests about Romania and yeah, this this past. And I mean crime in Romania, how prevalent is it really? I mean We've been talking to guests from Iceland and yeah, they are very <laughs> prolific in writing crime fiction, although it doesn't really happen. And and you you uh, mentioned you mentioned this real life case, Marina, but how prevalent is it really? No, no. not at all. Yeah. Uh, actually uh I tell I tell uh, uh when I have book launches or book presentation that I'm very proud that I have uh, brought a lot of good crimes in my country. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit uh, safer uh, than here. Actually, mm. actually um, there are very few uh, along the history, very few serial killers mm-hmm. uh, and very few organized serial killers. So... Um, But at least in literature, we can do better. Oh, in- <laughs> indeed, you can. And you did an awesome job. I mean, getting rid of all these people. A few. A, a few, yes. I mean, again, my question would also be here. Where did that idea come from? What can yeah. you tell us about this idea in getting rid of these people? And, of course, without giving too much away. Mm. It's hard, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult one, I know. Usually, when I write, I have in mind only the uh, the end and yeah, yeah. the motive. Mm-hmm. But with Deadly Autumn Harvest, it's something very particular mm-hmm. because uh, I had to stick to the story behind my story. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, that I... I found it uh, very interesting and uh, having that story in my mind, that um, um, myth in my mind, I, I, I started to create the story nowadays. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's why it's also very difficult for the investigators team to understand the connection mm-hmm. between the victims mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean also your perpetrator is an interesting character yes i mean mm. yeah he's a bit delusional yes and at, yeah, well but functioning in a way yes did you research on on characters like his or yeah yeah It might happen. Uh, it might happen after an accident. So it's a specific case of uh, kind of schizophrenia mm-hmm. after a accident. Trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After an accident, when he was under the snow mm-hmm. a long time, and his brain was without enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. So it's a medical condition, mm-hmm. but the story he is creating is because 
of that and maybe and maybe something uh, a predisposition mm-hmm. if you want mm-hmm. 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 so both so, both yes yeah. mm-hmm. so it really could happen to quite a lot of us to end up like he did and right well, circumstances if, if we get caught in an avalanche and stay under the snow a little bit more than uh, I've never been caught in an avalanche, and I hope I will. Me <laughs> not. See, that's why we don't go skiing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick to ice skating. Yeah, and just go to the to the to the huts and <laughs> yeah, drink something. Exactly, exactly. Ha- Less ha- dangerous. Have a glühwein and be done with it. <laughs> Absolutely. And Marina, um, you are a traveler between worlds, different languages. What was for you still the greatest challenge when you translated this book? Um, I have to say it was a pleasure, actually, this book from start to finish. So first of all, because it's set in Brasov, which is one of my favorite towns in Romania, although I don't come from there, but I do like skiing. So I used to go (laughs) very frequently there whenever I could escape, sometimes even when I was supposed to be at my lectures as a student. (laughs) I'd go and come back all tanned and say, I thought you were ill. (laughs) And I'd been skiing. Um, So so that so I was very keen to to bring Brashov to to the awareness of the English speaking uh, readers. And also, I really related to Gigi Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact, I think I struggled myself with a very macho culture in in Romania, where even now, I mean, there was, under communism, it was this funny sort of rhetoric about women are equal, they're all going out and working, you had women tram drivers and women locomotive drivers, and I don't know, all this kind of thing in all of the men's jobs, but they were still coming home and doing all of the housework, and, you know, the men would get drunk and whatever, beat them up, and they'll be like, well, you know, so... (laughs) And it's interesting, I, what I find fascinating, we have to ask Tony about the reception, how the mm. Romanian readers perceive yeah. Gigi. Yeah. Because for it, me, she seems fairly normal, you know, she yeah. just demands her place and wants to be heard and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing and won't take any nonsense. Exactly. But for Romanians, she's revolutionary. Yeah. For It's a very good question. And uh, this is a uh, this is very interesting because we can see the the culture gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in Romania, Gigi is perceived as being uh, too assertive, mm-hmm. if not rude, mm. if not impolite. Maybe she is from time to time. <laughs> this is true, but. Uh, saying or telling what she wants or uh, uh, asking for space, uh, asking uh, limits, uh, not being afraid to to comply makes, makes her very particular. Mm-hmm. And actually, she is admired by very young women, mm-hmm. by some women in my age, mm-hmm. but still... A lot of women in my age, I'm 50 years old, consider her 
like like something very strange. Mm-hmm. And uh, the <laughs> and the men are not very found on 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 her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but she's. She- <laughs> He's yeah. rearranging your shelves. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think so. In yeah. the background, yeah. dear listeners. Yes, that's what our furry overlords do. <laughs> Making sure to keep us on our toes. <laughs> uh, she's also educating her colleagues in the police force, isn't she? Yes. Some of them are very hard uh, <laughs> to, to, to educate. Oh. So I'm not sure if she's succeeding very oh. much. I mean, Marina, you mentioned uh, the ideas when in the past, I mean, communism and so on, and and women had equal rights and whatnot and so on. But, I mean, the top was also represented by a pair. And as far as I could gather from what I've learned about the past, I mean, it wasn't all the dictators doing, was it? (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's, yeah, she was the power behind the throne, but you know, that's why people hated her and that's why she was Mm -hmm. hated even more than him Yeah, and people kept gossiping about her. So this is the thing you, as a woman in Romania, you know, you will always be criticized even more severely than if a man does the same thing. Mm. Mm. And what really gets me whenever I go back to Romania and I turn on the TV and it's all of these women in shows and things like that that are purely decorative, a bit like Italian TV as well, it has <laughs> to be said. And uh, and how they talk about women politicians and they always talk about their appearance, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And here too, I feel with Gigi, you know, instead of listening to what she has to say, very often they, they're picking on her because of her appearance. Yes, and also again, it's not it's not just in Romania. You mentioned it. I mean, uh, it's it's same. Yeah. It's the same here in Austria. It's the same in Germany. We we not we do not talk about what women have to say. We talk about how they look like, how they dress, and so on. Yeah. yeah? And I'm also uh, wondering. Oh yes, they always have an opinion on everything. Don't worry, cats. Uh, what about other female writers? What about the writing community? Tony, is there a support from other female writers? Uh, is there enough support? We are not very many as crime writers. Mm. So we are quite a few uh, in the publishing house where I'm publishing in Romania. There are uh, maybe one or two other women. We were three. Actually, now we are two. I and uh, Teodora. Mm-hmm. Um, there are quite few women in in uh, in crime fiction mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Actually, we are very lonely because mm. uh, reading is not the most popular pastime in Romania. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Actually, actually, yeah, yeah. We are we are quite quite. We are not very happy that reading is is not so popular. Not so popular, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
has there been a change in that regard in the last 20, 30 years? We always, uh, during the, the communist years, we thought that uh, a lot of people uh, read, but maybe they have read because they didn't have anything else to do. We had television only for two hours mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. in the last in the last few years, and actually they were not that many. Mm. Uh, exactly after the 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 fallen of the of Ceausescu regime, uh, maybe a year or two or three, uh, it was this first for reading because we did not have all the books and we uh, we wanted to to read mm-hmm. foreign literature mm-hmm. and not only uh, for the past century mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted mo- more modern books and titles and so on but afterwards it was a decline mm. actually we romania is 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 a very consumerist society hmm. and uh, having having TV and having the social media uh, people do not read that much <laughs> I think it's a struggle everywhere hmm. but I think here it's a little bit it's a little bit worse hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pity actually mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, but it's yeah. the same here. Yeah. So. And what about the reception of uh, Romanian authors in the English-speaking world, Marina? Uh, yes, it could be better. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it to be better. Um, no, I think what um, sometimes disappoints me a little bit is that the Romanian authors that do get promoted are very um, a niche, very liter- literary Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like Mircea Cărtărescu, everybody was predicting that he might win the Nobel Prize and so on. And and he gets a lot of promotion and he does win a lot of prizes. But at the same time, I have the feeling and, and then other books that get translated and published tend to be very about communism, mm. censorship, trauma, Excellent. you know, so it's a very one-sided picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking there's a much greater variety of writing, uh, both in the recent past and above all in contemporary writing, that I would like to see uh, published and and read, hopefully, here as well. Mm. And also the crime literature. I mean, crime is always popular. Yeah. Also, Also in Romania, I suppose. Not that much. Not that much. Yeah. Interesting. No. No, it's very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think are, romance or something is more popular, right, in Romania. It's a little bit uh, more popular. The idea is that the people, which are very few that are reading, uh, tend to be a little bit snobbish. Mm-hmm. They consider they consider that that crime fiction is uh is a uh, is a minor genre mm. and uh, somehow is uh, less mm. than uh, than literary fiction mm. and uh, 
I, I, I received a lot of, of messages. Wow, I never thought that I could read again crime fiction. I was reading when I was a teenager <laughs> and I discovered that it's wonderful and I like it and, and a lot of messages. But the, but the people are biased somehow. Mm -hmm. But maybe they buy the literary books in a print version to put on the shelf and read the, <laughs> the crime books as an ebook yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um, I realized that, at least for me, uh, in this book there was quite a lot of uh, direct speech. Was that intentional or just the way it happened? Uh, I don't know what direct speech is. I don't dialogue. Know a lot of dialogue. Ah, ah yes. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it's actually how I, I'm writing. I really like to, to somehow uh, have the reader with me mm -hmm. seeing mm -hmm. what is happening being somehow part of the action when it's happening. Mm -hmm. Because it puts us right into the action, more or less into this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, um, And it makes it more fun to translate as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it different? In a um, actually, it can be sometimes a little bit challenging because um, it's the way Romanians talk and the way that English people talk can be quite different. So I have to find ways in which to replicate that, you know, quite banter and quick exchange mm -hmm. of, of things which can perhaps sometimes come across as rude to English people. Um, yeah, but, but it's really kind of good humored, you know, that would be the way people talk to each other. Oh, mm -hmm. rude Romanians. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not really. Not really. <laughs> just like loud Italians. Not really. <laughs> they are not fighting. They're just talking to each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And how much coffee do Romanians really drink? <laughs> a lot. Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a, an American professor came over on a Fulbright to Romania at one point and I offered him a cup of tea and he said... <gasps> I'm so grateful because every single Romanian household I've gone to, they've only offered me coffee. And by the time I have the 10th coffee of the day, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Poor man, yes. Indeed, indeed. And I get it from the titles of your book, Tony. The seasons play a major part in your books. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I find it interesting. I started with the winter. Yeah. Because I wanted to uh, bring a very uh, dark and cold atmosphere. But afterwards, I said, mm, that would be interesting to have the seasons. And then uh, it was the, the autumn and then the summer and then the spring. And now the book I have published, right? I had the book launch on Monday this week. Congratulations. It, it's called, thank you. It's called The, the Season of the Brides. Hmm. Mm. 
What is the season of the When price? When is it? Yeah, here, this, here, here it would be May, I suppose. <laughs> Going on September uh, nowadays. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's September, October. Oh. And um, it's called like this because some uh, corpses of the women, of the women dressed in white are found in our beautiful Brasov. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it seems that the, the criminal has taken all the blood out from them. And because the media is always uh, uh, hunting for clickbaits, very soon translates or put the name for the criminal, for the killer, the vampire of Transylvania. Vlad, and, he's back. <laughs> yeah, and oh. of course, afterwards, Dracula. And actually, the novel has uh, some uh, quotes from Dracula, the Bram Stoker's Dracula, <laughs> uh, each chapter. Oh. Mm. Like that? Yeah, using it, why not? Just like that. Yeah, of course, why not using it? Yeah. I, I, I find it absolutely perfect. I mean, why not? If it fits. If it not? fits, yeah, yeah oh, exactly. I mean, how tempting is it sometimes for for a Romanian? <laughs> yeah. It to was put pointy teeth on. Yeah. <laughs> it was and actually it was because I had a I had a talk with a, a film producer and he read uh, I think two uh, novels from the Gigi Alexa and he said, "Yeah, it's very interesting." Um, I would like, but we do not have Netflix in Romania. And if I would go to Netflix, I need something more. And they say, what do you need more? Yeah. No, I need something big. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, okay, you want something big? You will have it. You have <laughs> You have the Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it sometimes annoying that it he's always brought up? Uh, I don't know. Actually, because I know all the story, the real story, the not so real story, the 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 fictional story. Uh, I don't get annoyed, and actually, mm -hmm. I'm not offended. So it's it's a nice story. <laughs> Why not? And uh, yeah, I think I think it's quite funny to see the evolution because I think initially people were a bit offended because that was mm -hmm. all yeah. that anybody ever knew, especially of Transylvania. So I think you know people were trying to explain and no and yeah. and now you know if you go to the airport. <laughs> It's all Dracula everywhere. There's a wine, Dracula's wine. There's, I don't know what. So they've kind of embraced it. You know, mm -hmm. you want a theme park? We'll create a theme park. Yes, of course. And I say, Make money off it. Yeah, why not? Why I mean, not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, absolutely. I fully agree with them. Why not? I mean, that's what they do in Salzburg, is it not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know a single Austrian who has ever really seen the film Sound of Music. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. Sorry to say. Sorry, Julie Andrews. I love you, but yeah. no, I haven't. 
and they do have this this sound of music walks and tours and whatnot. I mean, yeah, milk it. Why not? If people will pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, bringing, bringing um, books to a broader audience that are not that, that, that uh, not get uh, translated by the big publishing houses. I mean, that's what you mm. do. And thank you for that because you've brought us lots of interesting authors and good authors and wonderful authors. I mean, how hard was it to start everything, Marina? Um, how, how long did you, did you battle with yourself? <laughs> shall we do it? Shall we not do it? <laughs> Can we do that it? That is true. That is true. I, um, I, no, I always wanted to bring Romanian writers to an English-speaking mm -hmm. audience. So I always wanted to do that. And I was always, as soon as there was a translation published, I would talk about it and review it and promote it and so on. Um, and I knew that I could possibly translate some, you know, and, and I was criticizing other people's translations. And saying, I, I could do much better than that or whatever. But above all, it was um, because I love crime fiction. I knew that I wanted to bring those kind of voices. So it didn't really, I, as soon as I found the first author, I didn't really stop to look back. You know, it was all guns blazing. Mm -hmm. Good for yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> and do get a Romanian authors um, translations in other languages, like, like uh, for example, German, because the, the Icelandic authors got translated into German before they got translated into English. At least quite often. Yeah. Mm. So does this happen <laughs> to Eastern, Eastern European authors sometimes as well or not at all? I think not so much for crime fiction. I think for literary fiction, mm. very often when I try to pitch to other publishers, you know, for other kind of writing, I will point them to the German translation, mm -hmm. in particular German or French. Mm -hmm. And actually, no, the, f the first book that I translated, Sword by Bogdan Todorescu, mm -hmm. that one had already had a French translation and was very well received in France. Because so, because of yeah. the, the uh, relation Political of, the, of, the, yeah. of the countries and the language? They really enjoy yeah. having yeah, political books yeah. in France. So. Okay. Do, well, do um, publishers in other countries underestimate the value of Romanian authors, especially in the crime fiction sector? Yeah, I think so. I think they're missing out on, uh, on a particular voice and way of seeing the world and different stories, you know. Mm -hmm. I think the more variety of stories that we can have, the more interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially now that we can have them. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, why do you think is that? What, what is holding them back? Do they still have this strange view of, I don't know, Eastern Europe, Romania in particular, or something like that? Well, it's not just um, Romanian authors. I mean, if you look how many Polish crime fiction and Poland mm -hmm. being a big country with a lot of connections, you know, how many, uh, even Greek Mm. hasn't done very well. As for Bulgarian or ex-Yugoslavia, 
very, very little. Again, it tends to be more perhaps in German or in French that, ha mm -hmm. that has been translated, not in the English-speaking world. So I think we're missing out on a whole range of... Maybe it's because they feel that they are very different, these mm. countries from uh, Nordic is more similar perhaps in, in culture. Nordic noir is more similar in feel and culture to the English speaking countries. Mm. But um, isn't crime fiction a good way to this contemporary crime fiction to get a sneak peek into the different cultures? In everyday life? Yeah, yeah. And it's a very, I don't know, fast and easy way to get a picture of the society, mm -hmm. of the people, of the main challenges. It, it, it's very interesting. And, mm -hmm. you know, actually, in every country, the, the level in crime fiction is very, very high. Mm. It's very close that the, um, how can I say, that the uh, uh, rigor or, or at the, 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 the quality in literary fiction. So it's not like, I don't know, 50 or 70 years ago. It has to be the plot. It has to be the atmosphere. It yeah. has to be the psychological. It has to be the, the, the pace. It has to be everything yeah yeah i absolutely agree i often think that crime fiction is the most underrated genre out there yes and yeah and you find out um everyday things like how people drink their coffee mm. in different yeah. countries and how, how much how little <laughs> yeah. yeah and that they are smoking a lot yeah <laughs> is that still allowed only outside oh Yeah. And in some cafes, if you know the owner and are, yeah, yeah. Ah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely not. No. Haven't heard No, that. and I quit smoking six months ago. Oh. <gasps> well done. Mm. So is Gigi going to quit smoking then? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 she, she wouldn't. We are very different. Yeah, she wouldn't be the same. Yeah, and she also has a no. very particular way of dressing. Yeah, choosing also, what she's going to wear each day. Exactly. Yeah, I also find that interesting. Yeah. Colorful, daring. Yeah, she's very. Mm, she's very. She's very uh, color, colorful and uh, uh, very with very strong colors and very strong patterns and I wear only black. <laughs> well, I see, I see. I mean, at least on the surface, she's very flamboyant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the way she presents yeah. herself to the world. Yeah. And yet when you take a closer look, she's not at all. No. There's a lot going on beyond all the color and the flamboyance. Yeah. 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 So, a lot of hurt, a lot of trauma again. It's kind of a cover yes. yeah, for her. Yeah. yeah. Hiding yeah. in plain sight. Again. Yes. Mm, absolutely. I mean, Tony, what is your advice to other authors, be it Romanian or anywhere else in the world? Have very courageous characters. <laughs> 
and uh, very, uh, how can I say, daring characters. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, we, as authors, might have uh, boring lives, <laughs> which is which is nice and cozy, but uh, we can go as far as we want in 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 our stories. Yeah, just that's true. And Marina, what about translators? Is there any advice you can give? Is there a wish you would like to oh, mention? Oh, there are so many other translators that I admire who are so much better than me. But um, I think just how much easier it is when you're enjoying what you're translating and um, and how much fun literary translation is because I've done technical texts and other <laughs> things. <laughs> and uh, this doesn't feel like work at all. It's just you're reading the story and you're trying to think of the best way that you can do justice to the story. Mm. And it's so mm. much fun. Mm. And it's also fun for us readers yeah. to finally get something different than what we have. I mean, don't get me wrong, we do love our English countryside mysteries, but reading <laughs> reading books from somewhere else, especially yeah. countries we know not a lot about. It allows us mm-hmm. to travel to different countries. Exactly. Yes. And cultures. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And learn about, about other cultures and other countries. And what about your wish for, or what would you wish for from other publishers in other countries? Yeah, to be braver about, um, you know, exploring uh, Mm. the whole wide world that is out there. And, you know, especially if they don't explore in crime fiction, which tends to be popular, okay, maybe not in Romania, but across the world, tends to be a very popular genre. Mm -hmm. If you can't experiment with that, then what are you going to experiment with, you know? Exactly. Start there and then, you know, people might develop a taste for all sorts of other writing. Yeah. Mm. And reading books from different countries also makes you realize underneath they're all the same everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The same motives, the same reasons. Yeah. Mm. Be, same more li- be more alike than we think. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Do you think that's a lot to do with money? They are too careful to risk their money on new authors? Uh, yes, and I think it's also uh, a question of educating the public, I think, a bit. I mean, you know, Scandi Noir, yes, is very popular now, but it wasn't for a very long time. Mm. And it's really when TV series started coming out, when, you know, so it's it's kind of like a snowball that mm. grew and grew and grew. So I think this this is what it's going to be like. So until they, publishers realize that actually maybe there are more readers than they think who are curious and want to explore the rest of the world, mm. then they will start being a bit braver. Mm. Is there a risk for authors who want to present their countries, be it in literary fiction or be it in crime fiction, that they might fall into a trap of um, presenting cliches? Like we spoke about, you know, a certain blood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Might there be a risk? 
I don't think so. Uh, you know, I'm I'm also very lucky. Brasov is really wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful scenery. You can go on streets and love the buildings, see the sun, uh, feel like holiday in a very, yeah, Germanic town and things like that. So there is no risk. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. course, if I would try to present something ugly, I don't know, Soviet blocks of, of apartments and things like that, if it's not a crime there, it's not interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. What about your future plans, both ladies? Who would like to go first? What can we expect, be it from Coilus as a publishing house, from you, Marina, as a translator, and of course from you, Tony? You've mentioned a little bit about your next your next book. Would you would you like to go first, Tony? What can we yes. what can your readers Look forward to. I would like to because in this in the season of the brides are a lot of things happening, uh, which which are making Gigi take some choices and do a lot a lot of changes in her life. And actually. Uh, After the season of the Bryce, the next novel, uh, it's the first time when I knew when I know the title before writing. Mm-hmm. It's it's the um, it's the season. It's actually um, in in Romania. It's Anotimpul Mireselor, the season of the brides, and the next one is Vremea Zapezi, the time for snow. Mm-hmm. And the time for snow uh, will be in South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been there this year with, mm-hmm. a, with a TV show. And mm. it was really amazing. Uh, I met a lot of people, very interesting people. And it was an experience I want to write about. To mm-hmm. uh, fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm not a... <laughs> uh, of course. So I the next story will take place there. Mm-hmm. And the next one will be a standalone. Oh. I'm postponing for two years and it will be a standalone. Mm. Okay. Mm. Promising. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like a lot of work for me <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yes. Sounds good for us readers. Mm-hmm. You will be busy, busy, busy. Yes. <laughs> Both of you. Yes. <laughs> so, Marina, what about Coilos and what about you? Oh, we've got a very busy year coming up. Mm. So, I'm hoping to translate the next one in the Gigi Alexa series, which will be the summer one, which takes place during the pandemic. So, it's the poisoned mm. summer. The last poisoned summer mm. is the provisional title. <clears throat> So, for obvious reasons, the last Poison Summer. And um, let's hope it's the last. <laughs> and um, uh, and I'm also starting to translate something from German. Wow. So, we've 
got a novel, uh, we've acquired a novel, you hear it here first, uh, that takes place in Berlin mm -hmm. in 1961, just as the wall goes up. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's crime fiction, so a detective agency. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's again, what attracted me was again, because it's something about the role of women between East and West Germany at a particular moment in time. So, yeah. And knowing me, I will read it in English. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we could read both. Yeah, we could read both. Yeah. But I really, uh, yeah, but I really do. I usually read, <laughs> I read English these days. I really oh. read something in, in German these days. <laughs> Splendid. And mm -hmm. I have to say, uh, Corellus is always welcome here. On Thank our you. show, and we love to have you on, and we love to have you authors on, and we are also looking forward to another translator, Quentin. Mm -hmm. uh, he will not spill the beans, though. I'm afraid, will he? He doesn't know, honestly. Nobody <laughs> believes us, but we really don't know who Stella is. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, yeah, we have to believe. But it's kind you. of nice that we don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And Donny, do you have a get-together with your male uh, colleagues like the Bogdans from time to time or just ask him? In? Yeah, of course, Bogdan was at the at the book launch this Monday okay. because he is also the publisher in Romania. Mm -hmm. okay. And... Uh, I think he will be also this weekend in Brasov because it's a science fiction uh, a book festival. So mm. I hope we meet again this this uh, tomorrow actually to have a coffee, of course. <laughs> I think more than one. Yeah, please can <laughs> yeah. can you remind him that he still has to come to Vienna? Yes, <laughs> because we st we we still wait for him to meet us for a coffee in person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because he promised <laughs> and he, I know he's a very busy man but you know mm -hmm. maybe on mm -hmm. the way to I don't know Brussels or something somewhere like just yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly absolutely <clears throat> ladies <clears throat> is there anything else you would like our listeners to know that they are very welcomed in Brasov and if they come I will be honored to say hello to them and to sign them a copy of my book. Splendid, splendid. Good to hear. Marina? Yes, and I think that Tony also has written a guidebook to Brasov, oh. so she knows yeah. a lot about the city. So uh, you can have no better guide. And also there are lovely, lovely cakes. If that doesn't tempt you, <laughs> then I don't know what will. Mm. That's a strong argument. Yep. <laughs> yep. Coffee, coffee and cake. I remember it during communist times, very occasionally at one of the stores in Brasov, you could find Kremschnitt. And we used mm. to queue up for ages when we heard rumors <laughs> that it might be available. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Nowadays, it's a bit easier to find. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it is, it is. But... It has to be perfect. I mean, it, it's really not, good. Yeah, one. It's, it's not that easy. No, actually, not even here in Vienna. 
Yeah. To mm. find the really good ones. Mm. Be honest. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> you'd queue for the good ones. I would. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I would. <laughs> most most definitely. Teacup. Any more questions for our guests? Got all your questions answered. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so did I. So thank you, ladies, for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for writing thank the book. Us. Thank you for translating it and for making time for us. It was lovely to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you so much. much. It was we very lovely to be here. Thank you. You did enjoy this episode as much as we did. Then hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you like to support us and buy us a coffee, you can do so via Buy Me Coffee and other platforms. You can find all the necessary links in the description. Until next time.